Welcome to another episode of What's Up with DJ, and I'm your host, DJ. Each week, I bring you topics about current events and career development, finance, holistic living, life hacks, and stories of inspiration and humor, all from a spiritual perspective. So be sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and leave a review on Apple Podcast. And you can also subscribe at D-L-L-O-Y-D jr.com forward slash subscribe again that's d-l-l-o-y-d-j-r.com forward slash subscribe your thoughts opinions and comments are always encouraged and appreciated with that being said let's get right into the show My guest this week is Wendy Zizzo. She is the founder of Full Aspect Group and the author of the book Stage 4, A Cancer Survivor's Story, which chronicles her experiences as being a biracial female, being raised in a single-parent family home in Staten Island, New York. The many challenges and trials and tribulations she encountered while growing up In 2004, she was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. After a near-death battle with cancer, she decided to pursue her dreams as a hip-hop artist. She has released three albums, Diamond from the Rock, Volume 1 and Volume 2, and the EP From the Ashes. As Zizo has pursued her passion for performing, she's appeared on multiple stages like the Apollo Theater's Amateur Night, in which she walked away as the winner. She has toured and performed in the show Break and has opened for legendary rapper Chub Rock. She's also worked with hip-hop groups such as Dana Dane and DJ Johnny Juice in the Terra Dome Studios, to name just a few. Many describe her as a breath of fresh air and she still has persisted through it all, earning the name Phoenix by her peers and elders. How are you doing, Wendy? I'm groovy. How are you? I'm doing good. Right, Wendy or Zizzo? Which one should I call you? You can just call me Zizzo. It makes it Zizzo. so much simpler. Yeah. It's okay. Like Zizzo. The name sticks and it's easy and it when it rolls off your tongue, it's like Zizzo. You know? Yes. Yes. I like. Yeah. Exactly. I kept. I kept saying it over and over again. I kept saying Zizzo. 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 Yeah, see, it's nice. It's like uh, velvet. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I, I took like it took me forever to get through that uh, intro. I mean, I had to keep reading over and over again. I have I think I mentioned it before on, on a previous show that I have braces now, and I swear to God, it's like trying to adjust, you know yeah. It, yeah adjust to it. You know, so anybody who has braces, you know, you can put in the comments about your experience. It's ain't it crazy? <laughs> Did you ever have to have wear, wear braces? I have no. Two. I, they. When I wanted them, my mom didn't get them. And then I just said, I I mean, I I thought about it because I have a gap like on the side from when I was younger. I did it to myself. It was my fault. But I thought about, you know, closing my gap. But people like, oh, it adds character to you. I'm like, "Eh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It does. I I, if you would have saw my teeth before. I got braces. You, it would have just, you would have said your, your grill just jacked up. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you would have said, you know? So, um, so I'm yeah. Grateful I got something decent enough. I didn't need them, need them. So I'm, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that. But yeah. 
Yeah, Good luck to you with that journey. <laughs> yes, this is the second time with this journey, you know. So the first oh, so time you already I, be knowing them. Yeah, I had them before, but I just did not want to um, put the have the a retainer placed in. And um, you know, if you get braces, then make sure to keep your teeth where they supposed to be. You need to get a retainer. I didn't do that, you know, for certain reasons. I so, so back to you. So, yes, you know, your book just recently came out. You sent me a um a text message saying, "Hey, my book is out," and I've been yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. I so what I did was I released a revised version of it because the the first initial release of it was in 2017, but then I wanted to do an audio book for it, so I had to basically re-edit the book because as I was reading it, I found a couple of just errors that you know me being a sort of perfectionist was like oh no I gotta fix that so mm -hmm. I, I revised the book and uh released the audio book with it so yeah this oh, is wow. the, the official re-release of stage four a cancer survivor story and I also um wrote and released another book as well called the secret power of journaling which which teaches uh learning how to use the power of writing you know to to just to manifest happiness now basically yeah you know, I love journaling. I'm journaling for many years. And yeah, it's I even so, four journals, too. There's four up there. Yes, and I'll have the links um, to your book, your books, and down in the show description. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get into about your journey as well um, and about, you know, how did you survive uh, stage four cancer? That's definitely, uh, and how is your life now? I definitely want to get into all of that. But what I want to um, really focus in on is um, what was the the signs that, um, you know, before, you know, you, you had, you know, you went to the doctor and they diagnosed you as having cancer. What were some of the signs that you begin to notice that made you want to say, okay, there's something's going on. I need to see the doctor. Um, I was really tired a lot. And then I started having pains where, cause I had a uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So it's the lymphatic system. So I was having pain, <clears throat> excuse me, and my lymph nodes. And after a couple of days and then it just getting crazy. That's when I started to go look into seeing a doctor and then it just started up a long process, you know, of finding out, like it took a while. Cause you know, um, I don't know if we say free healthcare don't, don't work that fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I had to wait for appointments and stuff. So by the time they got around to it, you know, knowing what it was, that was stage four already. Wow. And how much time from you feeling tired and them getting to a diagnosis, how much time between those, between it that? Probably, it might have been maybe two months. Two months, okay. Yeah, maybe okay. two, three months. Because, it, it, you know, I was just going through the whole process of, you know, this doctor to that doctor, this test, this test, you know, mm -hmm. waiting for the results, you know, so, yeah. Wow. And then to get that news that you had, so you were, so you, were you surprised that you were that far along? I mean, honestly... I didn't know what stage four was like I was okay. 21 years old you know I was wow. a kid basically and my mom she worked in healthcare because she was a CNA 
And when the doctor told us that it was stage four, I thought there was a five, six, seven, eight. That's where my mind was. And she, I was like, Ma, what's stage four? She said, don't worry about it. I said, okay. Then I just focused on the TV because I didn't even care. It didn't mm. matter to me. You know, I had mm. already made up my mind I was going to be fine. Oh, that well, that's one thing that's exceptional is when you have made up your mind that, you know, I'm going to, I want to make it through this. So you had already yeah, made it in your mind. And, and it was, was a it was... turning point. Now, there was, there was a really, you could say, spiritually experienced turnaround in a sense. And I mentioned it in the book, you know, of, of a, a moment of clarity came to me after bawling my eyes out for a day, <laughs> asking why. And, you know, I got that answer. And after that, I just knew, like, all right, let's do what we got to do. What is it? Stage four? Okay, whatever. I don't know what that is. Let's. Mm-hmm. What do I got to do to get it past it? Oh, I got to do this, this, this. Yeah. Okay. So let's do that. All right. <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's where I stayed with it, and I feel like the more, the less you know, the better. You know, mm-hmm. it gives you less to really focus on. Like, why are you gonna focus on every intricate detail of it? It's not. That's not gonna make it any better. Right. Right. Do you think you felt the way because you just were? It, no, not not no. We twenty one years old. We think we know it all when we're twenty one anyway, right? Do you think we're just because they just you know because of ignorance of of the situation? You didn't really understand the based on the consequences of it all, or was it just that you know you was in that you know tough kind of mindset back then that you know even now? I would say that- some everything you said. I would mm-hmm. say it was a little bit of all of that because it was a little mm-hmm. bit of me just not fully understanding the gravity of it because like mm-hmm. I said I didn't know what stage four was and I didn't care to look into it because to me I already knew like all right so this is the solution that's all I need to know yeah let's get you to know? it right like just let's just get to it like don't tell me deeper and bigger and how dire it is like I mean the funny part was <laughs> before I had got diagnosed like maybe a month before it was I think it's actually no it was like a month and a half before I had bought these tickets to this upcoming concert. And I mentioned it in the book. And when they diagnosed me, the, the concert was like the next week. And I was like, um, they was like, yeah, you got to start chemo right away. I said, uh-uh, I'm not mm-hmm. missing the concert. Mm-mm. We'll start next week. <laughs> I so waited this long. We can wait a couple more days. <laughs> so were you performing or you were going to go to No, no, to no. I went school? to it. It was a concert. It was the ladies' first tour it had. Because Alicia Keys, I was in love with Alicia Keys. And oh, yeah. Her, Missy, Beyonce, Tamia, and they tore it up. Like, I was, and my seat was so close, like, I could feel the fire and stuff. I was like, I wasn't missing that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, so it was like, you know, your your, your chemotherapy starts this day, and you're like, oh, hell no, I'm not missing this concert. <laughs> I'm not exactly. missing this concert. <laughs> I said, I am not missing this. I waited this long to find out what the problem was. Y'all can wait a couple more days. He's like, well, you need to start right away. Like, I'm like, you can wait. <laughs> yeah yeah i like that i like the attitude and, and you know? I went. yeah so you know because joy is what's gonna you know to me i think you know outside of you know uh science you know is is joy you know that's what i think yeah, absolutely gratitude joy all that yes absolutely so at some point when you know you begin the chemotherapy do you ever lose all your hair and through the yeah, process I was bold as a doorknob 
Ah, so and how would that? In the, back of the, in the back of the book, the very last pages, I, I put a picture of me when my hair was, it, I think it would just started growing back, like slightly, you mm -hmm. know, in the pictures I put in the book. Did that, then when that began to happen, did it make it more real for you? Or how, what was your mindset at that particular time when you begin to lose your hair or, or all your hair was now gone and you're like, okay, this is some stuff that's going, this is well, powerful I mean, stuff. I, when they told me about the chemo and I was like, oh, so I'm gonna lose my hair. And they was like, yeah, I was like, all right, well, hair grows. You know, mm -hmm. so when my hair started falling out, like I was trying to thug it out. But then when I started looking like the Crypt Keeper, I was like, oh no. I let you shave it off. You know, so <laughs> you know, we just shaved it all off. And um I did it purposely on Mother's Day that year because I wanted to remember the date I did it. Um yeah, and then I just made fun with it really. Like it didn't bother me until I actually put on the wig and then took the wig off. That's the only time it really bothered me. Other than that, I was just always looking for the fun in it, you know, like the the best thing was going and taking a shower and the, the hot water hitting the top of my head. Like it just made me hate men more that y'all could do that more often than us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like that was an amazing feeling. I was like, Oh my God. So, you know, I found ways to enjoy it and I didn't really wear the wig much. I just went to wearing scarves and hats. So you always mm -hmm. see me with a scarf with a Kango or something like, and people didn't even believe me that I was sick till I went like this. And they were like, Oh, shoot, you bald. Oh, okay, okay. So you, you was, so you was rocking it. So in, in other oh, yeah, words, I, was <laughs> I mean, I wasn't rocking my bully outside. I wasn't nobody gonna see it. Uh huh. So, but my friends definitely tried to talk me into it once my hair started growing back. But yeah, I like I said, it my mindset really just went into the mode I've always been, or I've always done my best to be throughout my life, which is just focus on the things that make me laugh at the moment. You know, because mm -hmm. If I was to stop and just start thinking about all the things that bother me, I I dig myself into a deep hole and I won't get out. You know. Yeah. It yeah. It, it really it, it's pointless to a degree, you know, because yeah. sometimes we think if we keep thinking about this thing that somehow that'll make it better, and it doesn't. It just makes it worse, you know. And and then on the flip side, part of the reason why we we dwell on certain things is because that's connected to something else within you that needs to be cleared, to be, to be integrated, to be healed, you know, and, and it's like when, when something's continuous, more than likely it's connected to something, you know, that if you were to resolve that distress, you'd feel a lot better. But what we're trained to do is to focus on problem, 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 details of the problem, 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 details of the problem. You know, and it doesn't get you anywhere in, in right. the way you feel. Yeah, it doesn't get you anywhere. Feeling worse. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because one, one negative thought can just contribute to another negative thought. And then Absolutely. next thing you know, you don't totally devastate your whole mood. Yeah, then the, the yeah. natural law gets it and it just snowballs and gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I definitely wanted to ask you was, you know, you once, once you, um, you know, got through the process of, of of having cancer and getting through cancer and being a cancer survivor, you know, at that you know, at that point, when did you decide, you know, was it, well, at the hospital, after, you know, you got your, you know, I'm, I'm cancer free, 
when did you decide that you wanted to sort of change your life and, and re sort of reevaluate things and say, I'm going to, you know, become an artist. Uh, I'm going to start doing what I want to do. Well, I've always been involved in music since elementary school. I was in the band. I played the saxophone. I, you know, I was in the marching band. All oh, I always loved music. And bef- uh, maybe a year or two before I got sick, I started um writing rhymes like before that I used to write poetry and and I try I would try to write love songs and stuff (laughs) you know it was a hopeless Mm -hmm. romantic and um I started writing rhymes and I got pretty good at it so when I got sick the only thing I could really do is write you know that's all I could do is like keep my mind off of things was just write whatever so after I mean I had the the thought in my mind was there like oh I'd like to be an artist one day but I didn't believe like, hey, you, you can you do it? I don't know. But then once after going through that, I was like, oh no, I'm gonna do this. You know, mm-hmm. now this is gonna happen. Like I ain't survived for, to not do it. You know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm still here. Oh yeah, that means I have to do this. And I got really good at it too. Oh yeah, this gotta happen. You know, mm-hmm. and, and then, yeah. you know, I started up the process of, you know, learning how to record and then writing like because I was like I said I always was writing so and I was just getting used to hearing myself I was like mm, no no <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a hard part we yeah, have to actually like, listen to yourself yeah, yeah yeah when I started I was like I don't know can I do this and then it was 2006 I remember um Take Me As I Am by Mary J Blige came out I love that and, song yeah and I was going through something myself at that time and I was driving to work one day and I just wrote like a whole song, like as if I could make a remix to it. And I wrote it down. I was like, I'm going to record this. I'm, I'm going to find a way to record this. So I got the instrumental. I came across this lady I met that knew somebody that had a studio. And voila, I recorded it. And then I met up with an f- a old friend of mine that winded up being in, you know, involved in the music business some. And he made a connection. Well, he, actually, he the first time he took me to um, a bar, and and um, it was a karaoke bar out in Brooklyn called Club Essence in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, whoever from Brooklyn know Essence, you know. So um, I did a, you know, he wanted to test me out on the stage, <laughs> and I killed it. Like I was shaking and everything. That was my first time performing solo in front of people because when I was in the band I used to always perform on stage you know I was in plays and stuff as a kid but like solo solo was like I was like this with the microphone and yeah. I just, so you I were shy all I got yeah I was I was just gave it all I got and people was like encore encore they made me perform it again so he was like okay she got something next thing I know he he takes me he's like I, I, we're gonna go uh, audition for somewhere I was like okay we got in the car went up to Harlem and put me on the line at the Apollo. <laughs> and wow. then, and then the next time I performed in front of people was at the Apollo. So wow, the second time. Yes. <laughs> like I had, I mean, after I did the, the audition and I got through, which I was like, oh shit, I got through. Then I went and started rehearsing. Like I went to my old school, like I knew the super there, so he let me use the stage. You know, I'd have my little speaker. Well, actually, back then, it was the radio with the disc man at the top. So I had a plan, you know, and I'm, like, practicing my heart out. 
So by the time I got to Apollo, I was ready. <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, yo, that night was crazy magical, man. Like magical, magical night. Like, because um, she was different between, you know, performing at home and performing in front of people. So the experience of having, you know, you can perform at home and, and have that experience, but having people acknowledge what you're doing and you were seeing the expression on people's faces, I'm quite yeah. sure quite a different experience, right? Oh, listen, I'll say this. The way that the lighting is when you're on stage is helpful. And that was because you can't really see the mm-hmm. entire um, audience because of the lighting. Mm-hmm. So all I could see is like the first couple rows. And I got to a point in the song where I was like, everybody clap your hands to the beat. And I just seen everybody go clap, clap. And I just went in even harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and like, getting a, 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 yeah. an Apollo audience to like, you know, you know, when you go to Apollo, yes. people can boo you off stage, right? Exactly. And to have an Apollo, get that, they get that, that um, stamp or approval from an Apollo's audience. That really means something, right? My first time performing solo in front of a large audience. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That was that... so dope. So one of the things I also wanted to discuss with you is, because um, one, one of the things that, that I thought was so um, amazing about your story is, because, you know, we all want you know, have a calling on our life and we all have um, have things that we're supposed to be doing right um and you know service is the rent that we pay for living on this planet and sometimes that calling people don't pursue it because i think what uh i can't who said it was a dream deferred um with linkson hughes i believe you know people put off their dreams because of the fear of of doing it of not believing that it's a possibility that's too far away that's silly um, that's so different from what I'm doing right now, how I'm going to make money off of that. You know, all those things come up to stop us from pursuing our calling. And it takes something like, you know, someone telling you, you are going to be here. And, you know, if you don't get through this, if you don't get through chemo, if you don't get this cancer cured, whatever the scenario scenario is, and it puts a uh, a fire under your ass that says, "Okay, you know what? I don't give a damn if I if I succeed <laughs> or fail. I'm I have it. to. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And that's what I got from your story. That I'm going to do this with all the fury and drive that I'm going to do because I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And um, and I'll be I've been given a second chance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I found was so amazing. And you actually went and did it. You actually said, I'm going to pursue it. I don't care if I fail or succeed. I'm just going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Because if I fail, I'm going to still make it look sexy. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to fall sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, that's what is that that was what inspired people is when you are doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're loving what you're doing and you know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I mean that all that it all comes together for you and watching your videos on TikTok and Instagram uh which I'll have down in the, in the description as well is that I can see the joy 
and the joy that you have. And one thing that I have a, a big respect for is when people able to talk to a camera because you be sitting in your car and you be talking to, to, you know, doing your Instagram videos and your TikTok videos. And I'm just like, I wish, I mean, because I detest doing that. I, I enjoy having conversations with people, right? Mm-hmm. And, but I have a, a great admiration for people who can just engage, you know, you know what? I'm just going to put this phone on, whatever I say, you know, yeah. to the world. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to just engage. And I, and I love that, you know, so that's what I think your gift is, is being able to connect with people, whatever medium you're going to use, be it music, poetry, just having a, 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 a one-on-one in your car with your cell phone with, with, you know, pressing that record button, that live button, and mm-hmm. just saying it, that's what I think is, is is your gift. Thank you, thank you. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like it a lot. I like it a so, lot. <laughs> so, um, so how can people reach out to you and find you? I just did mention TikTok and. Oh, and they can go on my my website zizolife.com. That's z i z z o l i f e dot com. Um, mm-hmm. Also, my other site, you can hit me up. Like it's more so because so segue into um other than the music that came out of me it also me sharing self-love you know mm-hmm. and the arts of self-love is something else that i had to learn along my own journey you know and and people would think oh you beat cancer so you good like hell to the no 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 you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know cancer was a physical journey you know, my body was definitely tested and I had to do a lot of work on my body, you know, to sustain myself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but also it was a emotional journey as well. And going through that type of situation, plus all the other things I've gone through in my life, which I mentioned in the book, you know, just all the craziness growing up, you know, uh, all of that stuff contributed to me just like, blatantly just being really messed up you know depression anxiety all all these terms that we use to and, describe and, and that was after the therapy. chemotherapy that was before during and after in many ways you know like even though yes i did do my best to keep my mindset as positive as positive as i could but absolutely i had my moments of you know despair and and you know heartache and pain and absolutely like i'm human i'm like people think you know, if I speak about self-love, that that means that I don't go through pain. It's like, no, I speak through self-love because I have been in pain. Right. You speak from experience. Yeah. I'm teaching one so that I can um, share the information that I learned that is actively helping me. And at the same time, as I'm sharing it, it's also helping to uh, restore it, like even within myself, you Mm -hmm. know, because whenever you're speaking to people, you're also speaking, you know, to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. so I always like make it therapy my business. Yeah, I make it my business to practice what I preach. You know, I'm not going to preach anything that I haven't practiced, you mm-hmm. know, so it's definitely been uh, a journey with just learning self-love and, and finding out more importantly how much I wasn't loving myself, you know, so that I could learn all the hows to loving yourself. Because, you know, people are like, oh, you got to love yourself, you know. Yeah, but you, how? You know, like, yeah. how do you actually do it? You know, so I went on hours and like over 10,000 hours of study and, and practice of just learning this whole house. And what's came out of it is, holy crap, 
you know, I'm like totally different person in, in, yeah. the, in regards to the amount of healing and, and such a, we call it healing, you know, that I've accomplished in the last few years alone, you know, so from that, you know, I say all that to say that um, since even on my TikTok, I talk a lot about the arts of self-love, which is me just basically sharing the nuggets, like, you know, share the nuggets. So the other site is manifesthappinessnow.com. And there shows you, um, it's a free ebook actually called The Seven Seeds of Self-Love. And that's really just helping with daily practice because the only way you can truly love yourself is to practice it every day. You know, just like yeah. you practice not loving yourself every day. You know, the, the, the thing is, is that you have to learn to deliberately practice loving yourself every day instead of being on default of continuously not loving yourself every day because that's what you've been practicing. You know, right. you got to kind of like break the, the break cycle, up the patterns. Yeah. And the cycles, you know, and, and you can mm -hmm. only do that by having something to, to feed that, you know, so the seven seeds of self-love is just a daily seed. You just read one a day and just digest it. You know, mm -hmm. just, just just digest it. Just and every time you read it again, you know it'll hit you differently. You know, because mm -hmm. once you put it in there the first time, it's gonna you know rewire something. You know, then you'll new experience, and now you'll go back and read it again from that new vantage point that you're at now. You know, so it's just something to continuously feed your mind with, and it's a, you know it's a free ebook that's on a manifesthappinessnow.com. You can also get to it from zizzlelife.com as well, but you know, it's just both of them. Mm. So yeah. yeah. I'll have that also in the show description as well. Yeah, people can easily get to it. And, um, and one of the things that I definitely wanted to uh, point out uh, was, you know, what are some of the, the, you know, of course, some of the ways they can reach out to you and, and, and get a hold of you um, is, is great. I also want them to be able to, you know, get your music. And actually, I wanted to, you know, play some of your music here. So make sure you send hey. me an MP3 yeah, or something. Absolutely. Yeah. So everything is the on intro. iTunes. Yeah. It's on iTunes, Spotify. You know, just look it up for, from the ashes. You know, Zizzo the Phoenix is up there. Um, I'll definitely send you the links to it. Um, mm -hmm. It's even, I believe you can get to it from my website too. You know, you just go to my website and I think you just tap my picture and it'll take you right to iTunes. Okay. So it's it's up there, you know. Okay. I actually okay. have another project um that I'm I've it's been in the works for a while, but I kind of put it on the back burner to focus on my books. But um I have a, a record that I did with uh the legendary Karen Wheeler. And um, Oh wow, I love her voice. Yeah, she's amazing. Like she that's my girl. But yeah, she's definitely um she blessed me with uh a hook like I, I wrote this whole I wrote the whole record and she sang that hook for me so yeah I'm gonna shoot a video to that before I release it um there's another record that I actually already released a video to it a few years back but like I said it's kind of been you know it's a process to do this stuff you know I'm a one-woman show you know <laughs> yeah yeah you know so um I'm a one-man show so tell me about it yeah so I so I have really like two or three videos that I need to be shooting next mm. but I would love to hear that song. What's the name <laughs> of the song with Karen Willard again? Uh, when I release it, it's called Feel So Good. Feel So Good. Okay. Yes, All does. right. And it does. That record feels so, so good. <laughs> Are there any other things you want to mention before we go? Um, 
yeah, just uh, yeah, check me out, zizzolife.com, you know, and then look for the new uh, music when it's dropped. You know, 42 Bar Charge is on iTunes, is on, I'm sorry, on YouTube, that video. Uh, I also have another video where it was a collaboration record between me and a few artists from around the world. So it's an international collaboration record. That one's called um, Hot Girl. And uh, if you watch the video, I'm an animated uh, character in the video. It's like, I don't know if you've seen it on my Facebook, you know, you might see this little mm. cartoon character. Like, that's me. Okay. That's me. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you watch the video, she's a little superhero out there in the universe and stuff. So it's like, you know. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to create an avatar for myself as well. That's why I call those little, those little, um, oh, yeah, you know, she's animated versions. my avatar. Yeah. 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 So yeah. she was designed, like, when they were creating the video, they took my picture and the artist came up with that but yeah so that's uh if you go on i uh youtube that video is up there too uh it should be right on my my website everything is up there i put make sure there's links to everything on zizzolife.com so zizzolife.com okay okay well thank you for for joining me i really appreciate the conversation um i'm glad to hear that you know you're in uh great condition great form healthy Thank you. Thank you. And you oh, there's just... also vitamins on my site too. Hold up. My bad. Oh, so I got to mention this. So when, after going through the chemo, my immune system was messed up and mm. I tried a whole bunch of stuff to get my immune system right. And it wasn't working. The vitamins that I started taking that not only helped my immune system improve, but it's gotten, I'm like, I ain't gonna say I'm back to fully normal. Cause you know, that was a hell of a ride. But they did a hell of a great job. Like I, I went years without getting sick. You know, when before I, I used to get and what are they called? They call it's called Lemoplex. So okay. if you go on my website, you'll see. Uh, you know, you scroll up, and at some point, you'll see full aspect health. And I swear by these vitamins, so I just have to share them with people. And okay. that's definitely up there. Also, essential oils for people that like doTERRA oils and like to diffuse oils. That's up there too. Um, and my shea butters, my butters is up there too. I keep yeah. okay. Okay. I forgot to tell you, I'm I'm I'm, I'm all types of things. Okay, I love it because you know it's all the things that I love. I mean, I love smelling good, feeling good. Mm -hmm. I love oils. I have one here on my desk that I can't see right now, but um, but I I um have my oils as well, and um, vitamins is something that I am trying to be consistent about. I have vitamins, but I'm trying to be consistent about it. But I definitely look to the ones that you just mentioned. Yeah, to well, me. these vitamins, what I love about them is I can't stand taking pills, really. You know, mm -hmm. and this is a powder and you pour it into water, like four oh, ounces really? of water, and you just drink it, and it goes right into your system in like oh. 20 minutes. And it's, I'm telling you, like, you'll feel your energy increase in the first couple of days of taking this. Like, I'm okay. dead serious. Like, you'll feel a change in your body and, and the way you feel, like, within the first couple of weeks. You'll be like, oh, wow. Okay. This, this is definitely different. Definitely. And, then, and give me the name one more time. Lemoplex. Limo. Lim, how do you spell that? L-I-M-U-P-L-E-X. Lemoplex. Lemoplex. Okay. Yeah, but it's all, again, it's all on zizzolife.com. Yes, yes, <laughs> you know, yes, but, yes. You know, the, the whole point of the full aspect is that what I want to bring to people is the full aspect of life, you know, body, mind, spirit. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like all these parts, 
all encompass self-love. Like you got to love yourself physically by taking care of yourself as well as you can in any way, shape or form that you can. And you got to love yourself mentally, get your mind right. And you got to also learn to tune into yourself, your emotional body, your spirit, you know, and, and love that too. It's, it's, it's all parts yeah. of it. That's the, that's yeah. the full aspect, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. the human being is we're mental, we're spiritual, we're physical, Absolutely. You know, we have all those components and they all have to be honored, acknowledged, and you have to support them, you know, Absolutely. and I'm in, I love that you're doing that. You, you took the, the emotional is self-love that you mentioned in this, doing, doing this conversation, which is something that we all need to take seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, and another thing that we need to really look at is, you know, our mental, emotional state that we need to be um, be mindful of and now you know and sometimes what can really help to emphasize that is when we take care of the external when we when we make sure that we're taking our vitamins we are you know putting oils essential oils in our and our on our skin yeah, yeah. It's, you know? it's, that's all helpful and i would definitely tell anybody yes do the external work but more importantly the internal work because the internal work is what's going to push you to change your habits with the mm -hmm. external work right you know what i mean when when you love on yourself and your emotions and get in tune with your spirit and i mean that in the sense of you know meditation like really connecting with yourself learning all the subtle ways and feelings that your body has you know really get in tune with that and once you start doing that you'll be more attracted to or, or more interested in using the essential oils and taking your vitamins, you know, because sometimes it's the internal that blocks you from taking care of yourself because you're so mm -hmm. preoccupied mm -hmm. with so many stories that, you know, you keep going on and on and on and on and on and on and on in your head with that doesn't change the outcomes. Right. Know, so. Because the internal is the external, just an inflection of a is just a reflection of the internal absolutely you know absolutely. so if the internal world is all jacked up then it won't be long people that the external world we begin to jack be jacked up as well it's just it's just showing you you it's just showing you you so yep. it's one thing that i know that so whenever i'm i'm you know feeling like oh my god this internal whatever's going on in my life i know that i need to you know of course like i said meditate journal you know, That's do the out so because it's going to show up on the outside. It's going to also begin to you know show you some funky stuff on the outside when a whole bunch of negative stuff is happening inside. I like I like you said the funky because I say that meditation is like a shower for your mind. You know, mm -hmm. you won't go a day without taking a shower so your body don't stink. Mm -hmm. meditation is the shower for your mind. If you uh, don't meditate every day for at least five minutes, if you can. Mm -hmm. if you do 10 20 30 that's great but if you can just at least get five minutes in just clean it a bit just poof yeah. it'll make a difference in your life it will it will it will it definitely would do it i have a friend called um who does a show called meditate with cynthia and um and she has guided meditations and uh you know so i, I really am getting i've been doing meditation for years but i've been lately i've been doing it more uh consistently now because yeah, you know you just need it because all this covid mm -hmm. stuff is driving me crazy you know but your book is stage four a cancer survivor story 
Yes. And are you under your um? It was in the was it window a Wendy Zizzo or is yeah. it under Wendy? Well, it's under Wendy Zizzo. Yeah. Okay. 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 Perfect. Perfect. I put the okay. whole government out there. Plus, people yeah. like, oh, the name sounds dope. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, let's just use it. You know. <laughs> it did. It's, it's a great name. It's it's That's memorable. My real name. People like Zizzo. Like, what's that? I'm like, it's on my birth certificate. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That's the thing about it. Is just to me, if you got a great name, then then use it because it's so catchy. You know, yeah. I've had I have had no problem remembering your name, no problem at all. And I'm <laughs> bad. Like I'm yes. bad at I'm bad at remembering Marketing. names. <laughs> right there, you go. So you have a great you have a great name. So <laughs> don't change that. I would even no, say you no, know, no, I would no. don't don't yeah no. You, you got a great name. Thank you. So, Much appreciated. You're welcome.